0: Life in the Clouds podcast is a go. I am your host, Carlton, with my lovely wife, me. And we're here to talk about.
1: (laughs) Me. Sorry.
0: One of these days. We got it right, but it didn't record it. We had (laughs) a nice intro. Oh, my goodness. You're so right. We had a nice, smooth
1: thing, (laughs) technical glitch. Did not yeah, even capture it? You're absolutely right. It wasn't the very meant to be. First time that wasn't our intro was be.
0: actually right and smooth. And it really flowed well. Like we the, kind of
1: were flowing and yeah. moving and grooving. Should have yeah. known. Should have mm-hmm. known. Mm-hmm.
0: This is why. Because the people don't really want it's that. Not. They don't want that. This is what they Because that's not what it is. This that's is not how want. life works. That's right. Marriage, family, our and everything in between. Does not right?
1: Work smoothly.
0: It's not smooth. Mm-hmm. It's not smooth at it all. It works, but it's
1: not smooth. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. So, if you can tell, uh, I may be able to edit it out as the episode goes out to everybody. But right now, we're in the backyard and our outdoor studio yes, uh, exactly. enjoying the sounds of crickets. Literal and crickets, and not literal just like crickets. radio silence. Yeah. No, nope, yeah. they're
1: literal real crickets. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not the lack of an audience. And but if you hear me yelp,
1: that means it got on my leg. So, I'm sorry. Up front. <laughs>
0: So normally we would be in our basement on a Friday night enjoying our recording and some wine and just making it nice and comfortable. But we've been evicted from our spaces by a large allotment of teenagers. I won't say large allotment. And they're not
1: even taxpayers. I think this is not not right. They're not
0: taxpayers at all. Uh, So our senior who is uh, and her friends who have been floor we lost the basement and so we're outside
1: yep um, but it is beautiful
0: but it is nice out here with our led lights Yep, and uh our uh, glasses so we're gonna enjoy it and we hope that you guys will enjoy this episode so Deidre, yeah, last episode I gave out some homework now I normally give homework mm-hmm. but I think now is the time to start asking about the homework that we've been giving. So okay. last week the question I was. I turned my homework in. I, relax. So is last it in week, power school? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not in power school, and I'm not updating any of the standards. <laughs> and uh, you'll have to wait to see what your actual grade is until your report card comes. Rude. So, the homework assignment last week was the question: What things has the pandemic, this time that we find ourselves in? Um, what have you been thinking about what decisions have you made what changes have you implemented what's been going on with you during the COVID times got it
1: what has been going on do you know
0: well from so the part I've of the episode about, that was broken yes i was started everything. talking
1: about health and wellness that being a primary um just issue that i've been working on and not just for um see here we go sure no there's not a problem at all patches can come out he can be part of our episode podcast that we just anyway so
0: wellness, health and wellness wellness.
1: uh, anyway this was health and wellness um, is what i've been focused on and not just from a uh don't get be able to really focus on my eating plan and really execute it right absolutely well i didn't have any excuses so (laughs) I got access to the kitchen I'm stuck at home like right so that had that helped in terms of being able to focus Um, and then also in terms of working out and exercising been really um, focused on that that for me has always been um, just part of living an active lifestyle and and moving and doing different things has been important to me that keeps me sane so that part wasn't you know an issue in terms of like trying to figure that out there's a truck you hear the truck they usually come by at night yeah we live on a busy street our backyard's a busy street anyway so health and wellness um, nutrition plan working out i love to exercise so that's not an issue for me so but the things that i've had to consider is um, how to make different changes to what i'm doing so just um, hitting 40 and having children and And just the stresses of life I've noticed have done a lot of things to um, my mood and my hormones and my energy. So really paying attention to what is happening and tracking that. Mm -hmm. I was not a tracker of those types of things before. So I've um, made a decision that I was going to start paying attention to that. Sure. Um, Start really, you know, writing down what I'm eating and and paying attention to what, not just the amount I'm putting in my mouth, but like what what am I actually eating? Yeah. Um, And then as far as exercise, especially in this last. uh,
0: Last few months. In
1: the last few months, I've had to really evaluate that because I've been getting the same injury. Yeah. Like every few months, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, slow down, work on it, and then you ramp back up and slow down, and work it. Well, if if it's the same injury, then there are some things I should be doing differently, right? To sh- like, it's my shoulder. I got to strengthen my shoulder yeah. and my back and my neck, and and not and avoid certain movements, and modify this way, and then do other things. So that has been in the last few months what I've been focusing on, um, and and that's been helpful because before. Right, it would take like 6 weeks for me to recover. get back to yeah, get back like be the... able to move my neck and raise my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's about a week. I yeah. could get like like one or two weeks. Um so that's been good. So just trying different things. And then I jumped on a yoga challenge um 2 weeks ago from a friend of mine and um that was really good. Um all about balance, which I realized, did I tell you? I didn't tell you my observations from that? No. So balance is the key to balance is not your core. Okay. It's your. You have to open up your hips, and you need core strength. Okay. It's both. I was like, wow. Well,
0: yeah. Boom. So mind blowing. Of course, yeah, I so know. I was
1: like, oh, duh. Like, yeah. Because yeah, the hips, of course that makes the sense. core is, bo- yeah. is above. Exactly. the hips. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um. So then, and then jumping up, ending that challenge. Um. I had done yoga. Well, I wouldn't say I've done yoga before, but um. I've started to incorporate some yoga, like in the not, in the morning and in the evening, and that is helping. Just that overall. Mm -hmm. Uh, what what's the word?
0: Helping your mood, helping your. I
1: guess just helping. It's been helping. I don't know how to explain how it's been helping yet, but. Well, I mean, it's been helpful.
0: I'll 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 say I'll say this: like you're you're a. System habit type person. Yes. So having those things that you can check off early in the morning and getting wins in first yeah. thing in the morning yes. as True. soon as you True. get started, yes. I can imagine would help yeah. your mood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so one thing I shared with um, a friend of ours um, is that so we're we're snapping at the dog because we don't know where he went. But so I'll just keep talking about am looking. But so from a Christian perspective. I have figured out (laughs) for for us and even for my friends that struggle with different things is that the solution and the answer is not as simple as uh, pray right or you know put some worship music on or anything like that there's more to it than that it's not that simple it's you've got to incorporate, oh, go ahead. Gotta
0: incorporate oh. go ahead.
1: you got to incorporate your lifestyle into your prayer life if that makes sense sure right it's not just like sit and pray and think about the Lord if that makes sense you got to right. pray and move you got to pray and move like you there's practical things that you've got to do yeah. to incorporate both but I mentioned that to our one of my friends that you know you've got to find a way to motivate yourself and um, if what you're doing is not working in terms of like what you're reading or you know this particular scripture or you're praying and you're not getting answers and well you got to figure out another way <laughs> to move and motivate yourself right because you can't just stay there and get stuck and then be mad because the Lord's not answering you mm, no he's answering you you just some other things happening right if that makes sense sure so well I mean but but my point in all of that is just to say that um wellness is comprehensive and robust right and it's also customized and specific to each person and you've got to explore and develop different ways to make different aspects work for you if that makes sense does that make sense
0: yeah it does airplane yeah it does make sense you know i'd tell those
1: are some of the pandemic thoughts and those that i've been having yeah and
0: those are and those are good i mean the thing about making sure that you're incorporating both prayer and action um is very important because i think a lot of times when we talk about you know people you know the whole idea right now I'm, i'm I'm gonna put my. I don't want you to give a sermon. Okay? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving a sermon. That's not. That's not the intention, right? <laughs> but when we talk about praying without ceasing, right? Praying without ceasing doesn't mean that you are constantly in that intercessory mode where you're that's like with your like yeah. Hezekiah, face against the wall. Yeah. You turn away from everything else, and the only thing you're doing yeah. is praying. Right? Sometimes the praying without ceasing means that in the work. Yeah. Of moving towards your goal, in the work of moving towards the ministry action, moving towards whatever it is you're trying to get done. Yeah. In those movements, in those moments, we are constantly praying, yeah. thanking, yeah. focusing on yeah. what we're doing, the actions that we're taking.
1: Mm-hmm. The dog's trying to run away.
0: Yes, he's trying to get away. Somebody's out there with the dog. I hear him whistling. Um, so we just have you just have to be careful. You know, Well, not so much careful. It's just no. that you, 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 okay, you, shared, you shared the right thing, right? Yeah. Like you've got to make sure that we're not just stuck in a, you know, okay, well, I'm just going to be still and mm-hmm. wait. And you never actually take action mm-hmm. because that is the thing that kills dreams, that kills yeah. success, right? Is when you just wait, 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 right? You can't just be paralyzed in waiting, right? You've got to pray and you've got to act and you've got to move. Yeah. So, I mean, and that works in all in all areas. Right. So we talk about, you know, our our primary discussion is around marriage and family. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you pray for your family. Yes. You put your mind on, you know, you you put your mind towards your family and what you want God to do or I should say what God has for them. Mm -hmm. Right. But you've also got to be putting in the work every day, Mm -hmm. connecting with your family, connecting with your children, connecting with your spouse, doing those small actions. If you Mm -hmm. just sit and, you know, well, I'm praying about my family, but you never love them. You never talk to them and all you, you know, you're like, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Just through in, just through inaction, Mm -hmm. right? You got to put your faith into action.
1: So the other thing I think just from a, if we talk about, you know, the pandemic and different things in terms of being considered. I have had to parent different. I wouldn't say parent differently. That's not true. I'm parenting the same. Yeah. Um, but I'm not handling the older kids the same. If that, I have to. I've had to make changes in terms of how I'm emotionally <laughs> involved in what they're doing, and also how I communicate with them um right so
0: mm-hmm.
1: like with the I whole because totally it's just that. a lot of swirl around in, in so many different areas that i've had to put my foot down about certain things so like for school it like they're gonna be fine sure y'all are gonna be fine we we've got to be flexible we'll work it we we will work on it i don't have all the answers right you know they hear different things and they're right yeah y'all you all will be fine mm-hmm and we'll work it out. Yeah. If that makes sense. As sure. opposed to like, you know, I'm reading on the websites and da, 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 da. And thinking about this and thinking about that. Mm-mm, they're going to be fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for our oldest, as we're launching her for for college, like you're going to be fine.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Right. We're going to work with what we got. Like it doesn't, you know, in the grand scheme of life, it does not matter where you go to school. Right. It sure. matters and it doesn't matter. So yeah. we got to make sure we're balanced on how we. Right. So we need to take it very seriously, but we don't need to stress ourselves out and drive ourselves crazy because that process is stressful enough without all this other stuff spinning around. Yeah. So it's like, let's just do our due diligence on the things that we can do and 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 quote unquote control and focus on. Yeah. And then the rest of that stuff, we will figure it out at the time. Absolutely. Right. And so from but that's, you know, for me, that's a different approach because for me, I I would like to have more answers, or I would like to have more of a methodical plan that's yeah. further out than where it is, right? because yeah. the senior year, and I had, you know, we we're quote unquote supposed to be doing certain things, but I had to stop my mind from going there too. I was yeah. like, whoa, no, like yeah. we're not even. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what we're supposed to be doing because I didn't let myself think about right because I would have had, a, you know, stuff written down and notes, yeah, and this in my, had, in my planner. I would have said all, we we we're going to do certain things, things at this thing. And... And
0: we I'm had stuff that. that we had talked about not. you know years ago yeah. last year even last year as we were sure. getting started on this thing you know but you kind of had to pare it down because there were other things that have, were higher precedence, yeah. other things sure. that were more yeah. of a concern yeah. than trying to mm-hmm. navigate senior yeah. year yeah. Uh, or even you know uh sixth grade year in in grade, middle school even seventh right? grade I'm seventh like, grade you know what she i mean
1: if she doesn't learn the algebra I, I honestly i honestly well, i'm not joking listen i get like, you. do i really care that much to well, stress myself out about to stress yourself
0: right? out no do i we care do, about her education we yes. do care and we will make but sure does that, that she's is learning really her matter material. right now but
1: does it matter i so, right. so these here, are questions i've had to ask myself okay i got it and challenge it. my 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 heightened i'm on 12 right yeah Me challenging myself is getting me down to eight or nine. Yeah. Right. To where I'm still having a level of engagement. I'm not down at a one or two. I'm not right. I'm just saying that I've got an escalated. Yeah. And this is and this is a a conversation between
0: adults. This is not the conversation that we have with. Absolutely. I would never say I don't care. But, you know, and and it's kind of like one of the articles that I was reading in the last couple of weeks was about parenting through uncertainty. Yeah. Or teaching your children how to deal with uncertainty. Yeah. Because, you know, up until this moment happened, Mm -hmm. we kind of had things at least mapped out. Like we knew, Mm -hmm. you know, how... like two years ago when we had a sophomore we were telling the sophomore this is is what senior year is going to look like that is correct right and when she hit freshman year but but the good thing is right is that in the time so if you think about it in the time when we were um when things were good right we weren't Mm -hmm. wasting that time so we said to we said to our now senior Mm -hmm. hey we want you to take certain classes yeah. and we yeah. want you to take your classes in a certain order because when you get to your senior year, we want you mm-hmm. to not have to stress out about yeah. classes. Yeah. We want you to be ahead of the curve, not sure. behind the curve, not yeah. having a full load of AP classes that you're trying to close out yeah. in your senior Agreed. year. Let's get as many honors and AP and all that stuff out of the way right. in these early years So then when you get to your senior year, you have one or two serious classes and maybe you have an elective or if you can if you can do it right, you can have, you know, One or two honors classes in your senior year, and that's it, and your day is free, exactly. right? So now, which is
1: basically what she's done, which is what we've
0: done, right? <laughs> so we, so we got here, yeah, because of the actions we yeah. took earlier, yeah, and that's one of the things that we're trying to teach the children in terms of that's uncertainty, true. right? Is that yeah, you can be flexible when you do the work up front, yeah not waiting until eleven fifty nine to turn in your assignment. Okay. Right. Agreed. Which is what we're trying to teach the younger of the two teenagers.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. If you do your work up in front, when things go wrong, it's not a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. that's why, you know, so in terms of, you know, being, teaching your kids about, you know, uncertainty and things like that, it's mm-hmm. about being flexible. It's about showing them that even in those weak moments, you can still find strength there. Yeah. Right.
1: I also think an element is um, about communication. I, you know, we talk to the girls about you know talking and communication, but I've really honed in on <laughs> right, like what is your communication saying about what you're saying? You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, in this uncertainty, you you have to communicate. Yes. Right. Yes. So you need to figure out how you're going to do that,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how you're not going to do that is with two or three words answers back right yeah we need you to be comprehensive say and robust what you're saying right i'm not a mind reader and i can't read your non-verbals or your two-word answers yes and then if you only give me four if you respond and answer my specific question and don't answer my follow-up question first i'm going to ask you a follow-up question but you can't have an attitude with me because you didn't you knew i was going to ask well when are you planning to do such such and so yeah. So you can't look at me crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a communication that you've got to right. There's also that change there, I think, from an uh, in, in yeah. uncertainty. Yeah. You have to communicate more. Sure. Right. You've got to change how you're like, eh, whatever, like, um, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, so not can't. Well, I tell them they can't do that. But um, that's one um, thing that um, another aspect of the uncertainty um, and I would. In terms of like the learning part. So I was in a class at work. About um, strengths. And I'll bring that part up. That has also been helpful for me. Um, In this particular class. You took this assessment. And your strengths and all of that. Um, It's been more helpful for me. In applying it to. How I deal with. My family. Than at work. Yeah, If that makes. Like I knew. Like I knew certain things about my strengths in terms of work, but I didn't identify how that translates to home. If that makes sense. Sure. Right. Like, so I have this where you're like, why are your expectations so high? Or why do you think that they should be able to do ABC or XYZ? Yeah. Right. Well, that's because that's a strength for me. And I'm trying to teach them those principles, not to say that that's a strength for them. But if I've been teaching you this principle of wash your cup out, when you're done since you were about eight or nine then i do expect you to still to be able to do that when you're 13 and 17. (laughs) right but that for me is a personal like standard right and strength because i'm just i'm gonna do that because i feel like that's just part of being responsible that's just part of like
0: but right but
1: they don't see that right and so the way i communicate that previously was not probably is not what has not been good. Right. And I've tried to change like how I'm mm-hmm. you know, framing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and also think- explaining it better to them. It's mm-hmm. not as basic it is as basic as washer cup out, but it's also not as basic yeah. as
0: right. But I, I think to to move it a little bit wider so it's not just about us, right? Oops, I just hit my microphone. Mm-hmm. Um to make it a little bit wider so it's not just about us. Um you know, I think everybody has expectations um, of what they want their children to do or what they want um, or how they ex- want their children to respond. But the caution that I give you and the caution that I yeah. would share with the audience is we have to make sure that our expectations like they're just I, 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 the way I've always looked at it. There are certain things that the children are not going to get until they have to actually face it, right? So, like, we've had this conversation about being clean and about needing to clean things up, right? But the joke is nobody will ever really get it until they have that first messy roommate. True. Right? Like, you won't That's get fair. it. Because, I, you're, because right. you're living in mom and dad's house, and mom and dad are only going to let their house get so dirty. Sure. Right? They're only going to mm-hmm. let... So, like, even if you clean and you half-clean, Mom or dad is going to come behind you and they're going to make sure that it gets cleaned up. That is correct. Right. But when you have that roommate that doesn't (laughs) clean. And so now now you've got to be the one that's going behind. So you either have to be the nag Mm -hmm. who's constantly standing on your roommate's Mm -hmm. neck talking about, hey, can you Mm -hmm. wash out your cup Mm -hmm. or you got to figure out how do you keep your place in some type Mm -hmm. of, you know, some cleanliness area so, right speaking of
1: cleaning my um, our oldest came to get the vacuum right because when her friends come over oh the house gets clean so i was yeah. like i forgot about that i forgot about that because we hadn't been having people over so they can come back next week because then the house will be clean <laughs> well
0: no right? they can't come back next week but
1: um why not no but then the house will get clean no okay that's fine but i was t- talking to her about the vacuum and i said hey when you're done with that because it was looking a little like um, it needs to be rinsed. It's the bagless yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I said, "Hey, when you're done, that needs to get rinsed out." <laughs> she said, "Why do I always have to?" I said, "Stop right there." I said, "You can't say that to me." She's like, "What, well, mom? I'm just." Like, mm-mm. You can say that to your sister. You can say it to dad. You can say it to your friends. I always touch so and so. You cannot say that to your mother. At all. you can't use that language at <laughs> all. But, but mm-mm. I know you feel it. You want to express it, but you can't use those words to me. Mm-mm, yeah. No.
0: Yeah, you she, do it. She was. She. understood. She was, was kind of laughing. Oh my you vacuum too often,
1: man. You better. Get
0: it. For, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You just can't use those words with me. It's fine. I understand where you're coming from. Trust me. But to, mm-mm, not to me. Not to me. But anyway. So, yeah. what are some things for you that you've uh, considered? So mine are more the on the practical, not so, so much on
0: the you know the the esoteric like you're all on the internals right now so i actually did I have a i have did a
1: external complications complica- yeah, no, 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 i'm just
0: okay. saying, i mean i'm just saying you're being very introspective and thinking no. about yes, self-care and how you yes, operate I've, and all I've, this I've, and that
1: well so i haven't done it for done that for i don't i'm not sure when the last time i've actually done that okay so right sure that's why
0: Okay. I'm frank. listen.
1: I'm not. I'm Even not, though you would tell me to do I'm it all the time, I'm not I judging. I'm, I'm no, not I'm just saying. What I, w- I would not doing. listen to saying, you and be like, "I don't have time for that." So yeah, I'm
0: just saying just that saying. for me, mine has been more on the on the pragmatic side. So I did a job interview. Um, oh, there's a oh. the truck. Oh yeah, there's another truck going by. But I had a job interview not too long ago, and um, that was actually a very eye opening experience because I haven't done. Um, a job interview in a while. Like yeah. I typically the jobs that I find I find through people that I know, and it doesn't usually involve yeah. a formal interview process. Yeah, and so the idea of actually sitting and doing an interview, especially now in this age of Zoom and Skype and you know everything's mm-hmm. remote. So I had a, uh, you know, three person, uh, Skype call. You know, one hour or forty five minutes apiece with the fifteen minute break in between. And uh, yeah, you were
1: tired.
0: Yeah, it was it was rough. Like I, you know, (laughs) um, you know, I, I, it's interesting because it was like two good interviews and one that was, in my opinion, terrible. uh, Which is was very interesting to me because I did not expect, I did not anticipate that you would like
1: do something well.
0: Well, it wasn't so much not doing it well. It was like I expected, like I expected the whole thing to go poorly. Oh, I see. And so when the first interview went really well i was like oh yeah this is good we you know this is this is gonna go well like i'm like i was feeling good after interview number one then when i rolled into interview number two and got hit with a ton of bricks of technical questions and stuff that i you know while i understand it and even afterwards i kind of kicked myself because i'm like oh yeah this i could have you know could answer the question this way or that way um but it was just, it was just bad. Like, I just felt like I couldn't get my feet under me in terms of, <coughs> excuse me, I couldn't get my feet under me in terms of the questions. And I never caught my stride. It was like, I got off balance in the first, you know, the first hit. And I and never it really, it just, little as hard as I tried, I never could get rebalanced. And even at the end, when I was talking to the interviewer, he's like, so, you know, and I thought we had good banter. It was just not a positive in terms of the the answers to his questions. And then at the end, he and I were talking, you know, just kind of shooting a breeze in that 15 minute break time. And he goes, so how do you feel? Like, you know, how do you feel about things? And I'm like, honestly, I don't I don't feel very good. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, I do not feel like I didn't say dude. I said, I don't feel like I did well in this interview. Like, I don't feel like I acquitted myself well in sure. our discussion. And he was very, um, I don't know. He kind of dialed, like he just kind of dialed back into the conversation and was like, cause we were ending and he heard me say that. And he just kind of dialed back in. He's like, "Whoa, wait a minute. No, you did fine. He's like, here's the things that I, you know, he's like, I'll, t- I'll tell you like what I'm going to tell them when we do our round table. like, you know, I didn't, he's like, Sure you you didn't you weren't able to give me textbook answers he's like but you understood concepts it's just a lot of what we do involves some of this terminology and having to explain things in a certain way and you just were not able to like you just didn't explain it in the way that i would have explained it nor did you were you able to like really clarify the terminology as we were discussing he's like that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't do well on the interview. He's like, it just means that in this moment, like you just that like terminology was Yeah, he's like this is something a you can thing. like you can pick up a book and you get the terminology, <laughs> right? Like it's not so complex that it's like Yeah, it's like, eh, yeah. He's like exactly. it's not like you can't learn it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I mean I I yeah, I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it was good because he and I are about the same age, same kind of background, yeah. same now, uh-huh. I've been in the industry a little bit longer than him, but From a professional perspective, he's probably been through a little bit more than I am with his military background and all these other things that he was dealing with, you know, but it, it really threw me. So then when I got to the third interview, I went into it like really, like really hesitant. Yeah. So, whereas I went into the second one, like, let's, let's let's go. Yeah. You know, when I went into the third one, I was like, okay, you know, let me, let me start slow in, you know, how we do this. Yeah. Um, and then the third one went, went better. Yeah. I won't say it was a slam dunk, but it definitely went better sure. than the second one. So, you know, no, no feedback yet. They haven't canceled me, sure. but you know, nobody's, yeah. I haven't heard from anybody in a while. So. so when
1: I was at work, I, and I recently also interviewed for a couple jobs just to change positions within, you know, at work. Yeah. I don't think I shared with you the two questions that threw me off. Mm-mm. What? I did th- so they they were not standard questions mm. and so that part threw me off the answers did not throw me off. Um, one question was and this was the one working with one of the senior executives um, what characteristic or trait um, have you kind of have you gleaned or picked up from a family member or someone that you were close to? in your life that has impacted you today
0: i think we did talk about that did
1: we i okay. think so But well, go ahead and then the second question that right. really threw me off now then it threw me off again because they're not standard questions that you get at work yeah what are you passionate about
0: Ooh.
1: i was like
0: and oh. you were like not work
1: i was like health and fitness let's talk about it right all right there's some dogs in the in the cul-de-sac here um so i was like yeah health and fit I, I i went with health and fitness okay so but i mean the interview went very well well they offered me a job but yeah um but those two questions it's funny because and then the interviewer who who i was interviewing with it was two of them she said you know I, oh you like she basically told me afterwards that i like like blew the interview out of the water and it was great and blah blah, blah. well of course but she said this question i added um, but such and such, so, the lady, other person B, she didn't particularly care for it, but you know, I added it just because of such and so, so and so, um, she said, because, um, and she gets it, um, but there's reasons why she gets it and others don't. But she said, because you recognize that, you know, from a work perspective, Right. There's different influences um, that come from external, like in your family or your close network that you bring with you to work, right? So that question mm-hmm. is just to kind of probe into like you as a person, right? But the reason why I appreciated those questions is because I thought about um, something that a friend of mine said, um, who's a senior executive external, not with, with um, my particular company, but has said that in interviews at higher levels, they're really trying to get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And so the questions are not standard. So they're not standard. They're yeah. not standard, typical, right, mm-hmm. questions. Um, but I just thought that that was funny. She said, what are you passionate about? I was like, well, I'll just go with fitness. <laughs>
0: that's
1: where I'm at right now. Yeah. That's like where I'm at. Yeah, well,
0: right. I think that's why I um, was so, I felt so good after the first interview because that was the last question he asked okay. me. Okay. Oh, yeah. He actually asked me that question. Nice. He was like, you know, because their company... They part of their regular so they don't do a standard, you know, like 40 hour week. Right. Like, I think I mentioned it to you, but they're the way that they handle things that, you know, they give a sizable portion of their time. They don't expect their people to be utilized, you know, Mm utilized like on project. Yeah. And so they want them doing things. Yeah. And so he kind of explained like some of the things he was passionate about, the things that he was doing. Yeah. And he was like, you know, what do you do? You know, and um. You know, and so we talked about I talked about mentoring and I talked about motivation, you know, motivation for people, particularly working with men. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, like, you know, we really like really got into that like discussion about, you know, about that. And and that was really good. And I think that's you know part of the reason why I was so hyped going into the second one, because I actually was talking about like exciting things, Mm -hmm. um, you know. And then I had to get into the tech. So. But yeah. So that's kind of the. I guess that's the big thing. I'm, you know, on the other side, um, you know, on a more introspective area. You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out my health situation. Make sure you hold on to him. There's oh, is there another dog out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... So you guys will have heard a mighty edit just a moment ago. <laughs> and that is because in the midst of recording, the recording software just gave up and decided that everything that we were saying after... You didn't uh, need to hear. Yeah, yeah, none of that was important. That was just for me. It and was good though. Uh, I mm-hmm. do think it was good, but that moment is lost. So. Yeah, and then you laughed about it, and mm-hmm. then yeah, we laughed. We had a hearty laugh about it, and then Deidre went in the house and cleaned the bowl, and uh, and now I we didn't are clean back. the bowl. I was just getting the stuff out of the bowl, <laughs> just
1: putting it in the trash. Like Either why is all way. this brownie batter still in the bowl? Yeah, I got they you. They made brownies, it's and fine. Then it like it's like a fine. whole like two. Brownie bites worth inside the bowl
0: so as we said before right why you know there Put there are dress. certain things that they're gonna have to learn later they'll get it later
1: but if you she, listen to me now
0: but listening to there's you now, nothing there's
1: more listen if you listen to me now right then you'll be more equipped to deal with the volume of stuff that's coming for you later There's a volume coming for you, right, that you're going to be overwhelmed with anyway. So if you listen to me now, that's going to help you deal with the volume that's coming down the
0: road. So we really want to talk about this. So (laughs) the child was going to have to clean the bowl anyway. So whether she cleaned the bowl right then or when her friends left, she was going to have to clean the bowl later. Now, do not start yet. I'm not done. So she was going to have to clean the bowl mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. What difference does it make whether she cleaned the bowl now or she cleaned the bowl later? Of what harm did it do to you for that bowl to be there? So one of my
1: uh uh uh. I need you to answer uh, the question one I asked of, it It did no harm, but this relates to my strengths test, okay? One of the dark sides of my strengths is that I get into the how
0: of the what. You know? That was the most and corporate so. thing <laughs> I have ever heard. Well, that's not true. It was? I've heard more corporate things. <gasps> really? But that was a super <gasps> corporate yes. That was a suit. I'm so excited. Deep into the. I'm so excited. Say it again. I. One of the dark sides. The dark sides of my strengths. Uh huh. Is that. Is that
1: I. I'm concerned with the what and the how. That doesn't sound the same as what you just said. It. I. It's not the same.
0: Okay. Okay. You get involved. What I said is I get too deep into the the how. The how of the what.
1: Correct. (laughs) listen my point the point is I need to only focus on the what and not get involved in the how I've got to leave my children to deal with the how to do whatever it is that I've told you to do
0: but isn't that the same thing that you're supposed to do in a work environment
1: yes but at work I do the same thing I get too much into the how
0: oh okay it's
1: like how is your data organized how are you saving this how are you communicating this how are you how are you how are you right i i I don't need to be concerned with all of these things it's the what right but for me if those hows are not answered (laughs) you're not going to get the right what i i hear hear, you're not gonna excuse me you will not consistently get the correct what if i'm not confident in your how I'm, but the I'm point totally is fine. I know I'm just totally saying so I I, I I rolled this back this to say with the
0: bowl of, of brownie batter it
1: works with the bowl of the brownie batter to tell you that you are correct in that it's certain things that they're not going to learn until it's the appropriate time and until it's theirs to own and to manage right so to your point about the roommate right so the same for me I'm like you know what there are certain things you're not going to understand until you have to put your food in a dirty microwave at work. You, won't, you don't understand why at home you should wipe the microwave out after the spaghetti splatters. You don't get it, right? Because you haven't been at work consistently in the lunchroom to that dirty microwave where nobody covers their food. And there's crusty whatever in there. You don't even know what it is, but you put your food in that microwave and you sure use it, right? You don't again to your point you are correct okay <laughs> that they're not going to know right until uh-huh. they experience it themselves so i have to i have to walk myself back a lot of the times and just now i wasn't able to successfully do it hundred percent in terms of the how you may the extra brownie batter should be scraped out as soon as you're done and put in the trash can. Yes,
0: it may so easy it doesn't it hot.
1: It's and then it's hard and it's nasty and then you're gonna be uh, uh, and then the bowl's not all the way clean, because you didn't scrape the stuff all the way. out. Uh-huh, and then I make her reclean it again, right? I'm just saying I was not able to successfully walk away <laughs> from that bowl in the in in the sink.
0: Okay.
1: So, but I hear you. My point is is that you're right. I know you uh-huh. don't need that. So... But it it makes me feel good to give it.
0: Okay. Okay. So, I have... I don't know where to go with this. So, I... I don't know where to go with this. Just just relax. Relax. That's
1: that's the number one
0: thing. Ma'am. Ma'am. Can you just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. I was trying to help you out.
0: Sure. Go ahead. Help me out.
1: Well, I'm just saying. So, the next part of what we were going to talk about was... (laughs) Easy marriage care tips, right? In Mm -hmm. terms of how to feed your marriage um, for a happy married life. And the first one is properly feeding your marriage.
0: What does that mean? And relate in in regards to what we were just talking about.
1: Because I'm feeding my partner.
0: By doing what?
1: By telling him he
0: was right. Oh, okay.
1: It's a word of affirmation.
0: Mm. Okay. <laughs> You've broken me, but that's fine. All right. So number one, is properly feed. Your so one of the no. things, one, no. one, one, of, <laughs> one of the things that, no? one of the things that helps to, uh, helps you to grow as a couple is making sure that you're laughing. And that you're really (laughs) enjoying each other. And so it's moments like these, even in the, even when we have tense conversations, we can still laugh. We can still enjoy each other and we properly do feed each other. So even in conflict, right, as I stress and say over and over and over again, my spouse is not my enemy. So even in those moments where things get tense, I can always rely on the fact that Deidre is out for my best good and not trying to harm me.
1: And. So there's an overarching um, principle that, like that, we live by. That I recognized from a Twitter post that we saw um, a couple days ago. That that are on. Un- My point is that these five things that we're going to talk about
0: uh-huh.
1: are under this umbrella of teamwork. Uh-huh. Right to your point uh-huh. of we're a team, we're a unit. And we are determined to work together to make our team successful. Right. That's the number one. Like, that's the overarching value. And the other things underneath help to feed that. Like, we want to feed the marriage. We want to feed our marriage and make sure our marriage is healthy because we're a team and we want our team to be successful. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the bottom line of like, that's the overarching principle for everything. Right. Sure. And then above that is the two shall become one. Right. To do God's mm-hmm. will or not. Right. Yeah. So, but, but, I say that because I think that a lot of times you can say these five things. And if you don't have that as an idea, right. As an overarching principle, or if you mm-hmm. don't have an overarching principle for your marriage, yeah. right. That you can start working on five individual things. And if some of those five, some of the things work and some of them don't, mm-hmm then the thing falls apart and you don't overall have an overarching umbrella. And so you don't really know like what you're doing. Yeah.
0: And then so you t- can and get lost. Yeah. And, 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 and when you read, and when you read a headline that says five easy marriage care tips, well, you already know sure. that you have to get a healthy pinch of salt in order to make this work. Fair. right? Because nothing about marriage is easy. It's not. Some but, things are simpler than others, mm-hmm. but marriage is not easy. It's not. And but, there's no one size fits all. Correct. But, My point is that
1: when couples are preparing and going into marriage and even after you're married, you've got to catch that as, as something critical to develop, right? Mm -hmm. What is your overarching umbrella? What is your overarching value? You have to have one. Yeah. Cause if you don't have one, you're going to have a laundry list of things and then like and then you're not going to hit that laundry list of things because that's inherent in relationships where you're not going to be yeah. able to reach certain things in certain seasons. And then you read certain things in other seasons. And then so yeah. you'll feel like you're not accomplishing anything. Right. Because you're not hitting your list of things because you don't have an overarching right value statement or goal or perspective of how you reach how you're coming together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Right. For us, it's are we are a team in a unit. Yeah. And, and we say one team, one dream, and it's funny here, but it, it is one team, one overarching dream of, like, yeah. we're, we're going to work together to make our lives work, mm-hmm. whatever that means.
0: Yeah, no, I'm... I'm right, I'm, and we're going to, totally... like, there's
1: a sign, right, it's a lot yeah. of different analogies on, but overarching for us is, like, that we are a unit together as a team. Yeah. And so, right, you're not my enemy, I'm not your enemy, there's times when you're not going to be your best and there's times when I'm not going to be my best. And we've got to work through those
0: times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So number two says escape reality together. Um, And escaping reality together for us, at least pre pre COVID uh, was uh, our date nights, right? So we were uh, consistently escaping reality, whether it was going to a movie or going to dinner or getting in the car and just getting away from the, the wildness of the whirlwind in the house right mm-hmm. we would escape that reality together on a regular basis yeah um, number three says to create a marriage gratitude journal ah, so i think journaling is important i think journaling is good um you know i know for you you've been doing really well with mm, doing been doing pretty not well. not, not, totally. not, a, not a gratitude journal nah. but you've been writing you've mm. been taking notes you've been
1: yeah, I, I, I have been. I,
0: I should say, I'm. I'm seeing your notebooks fill up, right yes. now. Maybe you're just doodling the in them and few, drawing flowers the, I, or whatever, No, I've but noticed
1: that in the last two months, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I've not, uh,
0: haven't really been writing. No. It. Yeah.
1: Okay. but I've been so focused on other things that it's not. I, yeah. I just haven't. There's time, you know. There's only so much time, yeah. And I've allocated that time away doing to like something else. Yeah meal prep and you know making sure you know that um you know morning routine and the evening routine and right so part of that i i I know that i need to incorporate um more intentional journaling i just said that's something that's on my radar in terms Mm -hmm. of tweaking because just the past you got time
0: you got time to look at it it's just it's it's just not been right it's just a suggestion but
1: i i look at that so you laughed and i laughed i actually laughed internally at that like what is that Mm
0: -hmm. well but so
1: in one one of my it's a reflective exercise it's some type of you know you guys are reflecting on right those things that you're thankful for in your relationship with each other
0: yeah
1: with your family Mm -hmm. right and there's there's some level of um gratitude and you're keeping track of that
0: yeah one of the folks one of the folks that was kind of a a coach from afar right he would always talk about he did what he called morning and evening pages Mm -hmm. so he had a one page note sheet that he wrote things in so he'd write in the top three things he's most grateful for the top three things he wanted to get accomplished that day and the top three things he was feeling right then in that moment when he got up and then at the end of the night, he would then do the same thing, but backwards, right? So okay. what are the top three things I'm thinking about feeling right now? Yeah. What are the top three? What, yeah. what of the top three things did I get accomplished today? Yeah. And what are the things that I'm most grateful for? The top three things I'm most grateful for as he, you know, as he was getting yeah. into bed, right? So that was his routine. Um, but that was for him. He's a single guy. This was not about somebody <laughs> that was trying to do marriage or anything like yeah. that. But he talked about how important it was to every day um, take a moment to be grateful.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um,
0: And so that was the point. And I think that's the point that they're trying to make with the gratitude journal is to just write down what about your marriage you're grateful for and be consistent about thinking about what you're grateful for in your marriage. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh,
0: Number four says affirm your spouse and your marriage. So you affirmed me. By telling me I was right a few minutes ago. So I appreciate you for doing that. You're welcome, honey. Um, And I affirm that it's good that you clean as well as you do. Because I don't have to. So thank you. So number five. Number five (laughs) is how you should respond to what I just said. Say no.
1: I'm not going to respond to what you just said. (laughs) I'm not going to respond. I just want to let the audience understand that that was shady. That's all. Awesome.
0: It was. It totally was. I'm I'm not. Uh,
1: you need to announce yourself when you're coming around the dark somewhere like that. I'm
0: Excuse sorry. me. We're in, be...
1: We're in the middle of a podcast. Hello. Shh. Shh. You're wearing black and coming out from the dark. You better be glad. I was like, I hope that's my friend. Okay. Please head on inside. Please just go. Just go. Thank Stay you. They're right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's For fine. our They're audience, standing
1: right there. there's a teenager wearing black coming up around the corner in the dark in my backyard. Hello? Please enjoy yourself. Please. Please. Heart attack.
0: Hello? Oh my God. I was
1: like, <laughs> thank God I recognized his shadow. Lady? In black. All black. You've lost your mind. Mm. Okay. This uh, is a safe place. Mm, this right here is a safe place. Yeah. Walking fast too. Are you crazy? This girl, you better stop
0: it. You can tell these kids is from the country. You better knock on the door. Um. Okay.
1: Number. That five. was a, just a quick heart attack for um, our audience. A friend, a teenage friend, just rolled up in the backyard in the dark shadows, wearing all black.
0: Hello. Behind me. Side behind
1: it That's not good. That's not good. <laughs>
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you said what you said, because I yes, might,
1: yeah. I know I'm okay. glad I, that's why I was very loud and boisterous to help you to diffuse yourself, because I know that you were going to have a reaction. She if she wasn't, she wouldn't have been ready. We don't want to <laughs> traumatize the children. You're going to take her down to the ground. So just
0: <laughs> we are
1: happy. Uh, Go all ahead. right.
0: All right. So we're going to. So the, the last one, number five was say no. Uh, and when they say, say no, they mean to things, right? So stay outside of your, Mm -hmm. um, you know, don't go outside, say no, don't take on too more than you can handle. Don't take on so much that you're taking away from your marriage. Learn to say no. Um, so that's going to be it for tonight. And I'm going to leave you guys, yeah, especially after the excitement, but I do want to leave you with some more homework. So this is taken from the rate your marriage quiz. And I want you to sit down with your spouse and I want you to rate your marriage on these four factors. Number one, effective communication. Number two, intimacy and connection. Number three, making time for quality time. And number four, disagreeing agreeably. So can you effectively communicate and how well? How would you rate you guys in terms of your intimacy and your connection? Number 3, how would you rate your ability to make time for each other, your quality time? And number 4, how would you rate your ability to disagree? Those are your four. Mm. Those are your four questions, your four pieces of homework. I want you to think about that. And send us a message at feedback, feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. And Deidre, I can send you those uh, after we're done. Mm-hmm. So send your, how, how would you rate your marriage? Those four factors to feedback at com. Uh, If you are so inclined, we always are looking for reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, Uh, so please go in and leave us a five-star review and leave us some notes. Tell us what you think. Tell us that you think this is craziness. Tell us that we should never have teenagers in our house sneaking around the back in the dark wearing all black like ninjas at at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, Whatever you want to tell us, tell us at feedback at Life in the Clouds. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Check for us on your social media platform of choice. This has been yet another episode of Life in the Clouds. I'm Carlton. She is Deidre. (laughs) Have a good night. Have a good night.